Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. New war front in Ukraine. Signs of Russian aggression moving west. Living with COVID. Cases are rising, but hospitalizations are at the lowest level of the pandemic. California water woes. We're trying to limit our water use and just be prudent. Good morning. I'm Steve Kathan with the CBS World News Roundup. Russian forces on the attack in Ukraine. Officials in Mariupol say a steel plant where more than a thousand Ukrainian troops and civilians are holed up has been hit by 35 airstrikes the past 24 hours. And there are signs of a new offensive in the western part of Ukraine, too. Here's CBS's Chris Livesey. As Ukraine fiercely fights back in the east, a new front may be appearing to the country's west. For two days, mysterious explosions in Transnistria, the pro-Kremlin breakaway region of Moldova where Russian troops are based. Moldova, without naming names, says the blasts were aimed at creating pretexts for straining the security situation. This as the global security situation grows more fragile, with Russia repeatedly firing missiles directly over Ukraine's nuclear plants. A prisoner exchange for Russia and the U.S., a Marine vet in Moscow for a convicted drug trafficker. Poland and Bulgaria are accusing Moscow of using natural gas to blackmail their countries. Russia's state-controlled energy company says supplies to those two nations will be cut off. New numbers on the pandemic from the CDC. 58% of the U.S. population has had COVID-19 and more than 75% of younger children have been infected with the virus. White House COVID coordinator Dr. Ashish Jha. We have a very, very contagious variant out there. The goal of our policies should be, obviously, minimize infections whenever possible to make sure people don't get seriously ill. Vice President Harris is now taking an antiviral treatment after testing positive for COVID. The White House says she was not a close contact with President Biden or the First Lady in recent days. There's newly released audio of House Republican leader Kevin McCarthy from the New York Times. It's a phone conversation with Republicans after the Capitol attack. He suggests Congressman Matt Gates and others may have incited violence with their rhetoric. Calling out other members, that stuff's got to stop, especially in this nature. So I get up right here, I'm, I'm going to call Gates. The country is too crazy. The youngest member of Congress, 26-year-old Madison Cawthorn of North Carolina, was stopped at an airport for trying to carry a loaded gun past security. CBS's Scott McFarland. The TSA says the gun seized at Charlotte Douglas Airport was a 9mm and it was loaded. This isn't the first time Madison Cawthorn has been stopped with a gun at airport security. The same happened last year at Asheville Regional Airport. Now a CBS News exclusive. New evidence of an apparent link between two 9-11 hijackers and a man said to be on the payroll of Saudi intelligence. 
CBS's Cammie McCormick. A video of the hijackers and the Saudi official was turned over to family members of 9-11 victims last month, along with 14,000 pages of documents. It raises new questions about whether the Saudi government assisted the hijackers. The video appears to be of a party at a San Diego apartment of two hijackers. They would later commandeer the plane that crashed into the Pentagon. Among the documents found, a drawing of a plane and a mathematical equation that one expert says could be used to calculate the rate of sent to a target. For the first time, an equal number of men and women and the first black woman on a SpaceX flight to the space station. Four astronauts are exactly where they want to be. We're glad to be in orbit. They got there after a perfect launch just before 4 a.m. Eastern time. It'll take them about 16 hours or so to catch up to and dock with the International Space Station. Americans Chell Lindgren, Bob Hines, and Jessica Watkins, Italian astronaut Samantha Cristoforetti will spend nearly five months there. Watkins will become the first African-American woman to live there. Peter King, CBS News at the Kennedy Space Center. Six million people in Southern California are facing new water restrictions because of a drought that won't quit. It goes into effect June 1st and will call for people to limit outdoor watering to a day a week. Fines will be hefty for violators. These people live in Encino. We have no rain, so where are we going to get the water from? We do waste, as a city, a lot of water. A lot of the grass that we have is really not necessary. January, February, and March of this year were the driest three months in recorded California history in terms of rain and snowfall. Researchers say more than 200 million people in this country could be drinking toxic chemicals in their water. CBS's Mark Strassman reports on a scientific nonprofit with promising technology. PFAS, man-made, practically indestructible chemicals. They've been found in some firefighting foams, facial makeup, and non-stick cookware. This is an issue in all 50 states. All 50 states, that's correct. Amy Dindels with Battelle a scientific nonprofit with promising technology to eliminate the PFAS threat. It's pumping the dirty water into our system. Intense heat and pressure break down the chemical bonds. I absolutely think it's an answer that nobody's had before. Brian Mercado is CEO of a waste management company partnering with Battelle. We're hoping to have a scalable version of the plant within six to eight months. This new technology could put these forever chemicals in the past. Mark Strassman, CBS News. Grand Rapids, Michigan. Military families have told Congress about awful and hazardous living conditions in housing that is run by private contractors. Army Captain Samuel Cho came to Capitol Hill from his post in South Korea to say his eight-year-old daughter now has painful eczema from living in a mold-infested home at Fort Gordon, Georgia. Her skin, once youthful and supple, is now reptilian in nature to where there were numerous times she would wake up in the middle of the night Hands covered in blood. Overseas, a court in Myanmar has convicted former leader and Nobel Prize winner Aung San Suu Kyi of corruption, sentencing her to five years in prison. She was ousted in a military takeover 14 months ago. An influential physicians group has some new guidelines about who should take an aspirin a day. CBS's Dr. John LaPook. Adults 60 and over should not start taking aspirin to prevent cardiovascular disease. For that group, the risks are felt to outweigh the potential benefits. The second recommendation, if you're 40 to 59 and have an estimated 10% or greater 10-year risk of having a heart attack or stroke, starting low-dose aspirin at, say, 81 milligrams a day may provide a small benefit. He says people who've been on an aspirin regimen should double-check with their doctor. 
Just days left as the new class for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is being formed. Fan votes for inductees into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame end Friday. Right now, Duran Duran leads the way, and there's a pretty big gap between first and second. Eminem's trailing by tens of thousands of votes. Pat Benatar and Eurythmics follow the rapper, and even though she tried taking herself out of consideration, Dolly Parton rounds out the top five. Fan votes will be tallied with industry votes to decide who gets inducted. Results will be announced in a few weeks. Monica Ricks, CBS News. Pope Francis was visibly limping today at his general audience at the Vatican. He's had a flare-up of knee pain in recent days. He was helped to his seat by an aide. He again appealed for an end to the war in Ukraine. That's the Roundup. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.